Hi everyone, welcome to Project Mindy, a podcast about the work of Mindy Kaling and pop culture I love. This is Sneha here and flying solo again. I'm talking about Never Have I Ever, episode 8, called Bin Daisy Buchanan. And if you listened to my last episode, which of course you did, why wouldn't you? The episode ended with Melanie going to Dr. Common, aka Dr. Jackson's office, and kissing him. I was freaking out about the end, and I was hoping that this episode would open with them. Uh, It didn't, so already disappointed. But I was excited about the title of the episode because I love The Great Gatsby, and I kind of feel like it's one of those books that everyone is forced to read in high school but I feel like every like no one hates it I mean it's like easy enough to read and the themes are like relatable and you can understand them and yeah I think it's maybe one of the most popular I mean I know it's assigned in like every high school so it must be kind of popular um Yeah, but, and I love The Great Gatsby, and it's, you know, movies, and era, and you know I love The Real Housewives, and in every single franchise, I want to say, there has either been a Great Gatsby-themed party, or a Roaring Twenties party, which is, you know, based on The Great Gatsby era, though the book is a tragedy, and I kind of feel like enough people don't realize that there's a really good line about the book and those parties in the sex lives of college girls also a great mindy kaling show where um bella is invited to a party called drop it like f scott like f scott fitzgerald great gatsby 20s opulence And I think that's a better name, but um, I digress. So Ben and Anissa are officially a couple, and Davy's pissed. And we get a flashback to see that Davy can't really be upset at Anissa because it was all done above board. She asked Davy if she would be okay with it, and Davy said okay because, you know, she's trying out this whole maturity thing. But then we get a flash of the classic baby anger where she kicks a trash can because she's pissed when she sees them together. Which I totally get it. I would never be able to handle this and I don't, I haven't had the, you know, family issues that baby had as a teenager. Um, the next few episodes also, I think if you know the ending of the show, Um, and this is not a spoiler, that the climax is this winter dance and you've probably seen stills from it. So now the dance is really coming up and all the couples, Fab and Eve, Eleanor and Malcolm and Ben and Anissa are talking about sharing a limo. We haven't seen Malcolm in a couple episodes um, or we've only seen like brief flashes of him We know he's a child star and Eleanor with her showbiz interest is really attracted to him 
And he was on a show that had to do with the magical limo, which totally sounds like something the Disney Channel would air. Um, and But we see a hint that he is actually not such a nice guy, which I think we knew that he was a kind of conceited child star. But this is when the show really starts laying the groundwork of him being not a nice guy either. So he gets really mad at Eleanor for even suggesting a limo because he has a lot of trauma around it and he can't believe that she would be so insensitive. And obviously Davy and Fab are like, hey, this isn't cool. Um, but Eleanor is in love and she's a teenager and no one can pop her love bubble, as Teresa would say. Davy and Fab talk about it after and they say that it reminds them of the video they watched in health class about controlling relationships and they say it was from the 80s and I'm really glad schools are still airing these videos that are not in the current time. In fifth grade all the girls had to watch a video in gym class um though maybe it was like gym slash health class i don't know public school and it had the star of the broadway play annie and she talked to us about getting our periods and i think other cast members did also but it was like not current at all so i don't know if schools are still airing these old videos or this is just based on the writer's childhood of you know listening to outdated videos whatever it is I enjoyed the flashback there's also this whole plot line about Fabiola having to miss her activities like robotics club which is really important to her we know she has a robot named Gears Brosnan which is adorable I love it every time they say the name um because she has to campaign for cricket queen because she and Eve are running to be cricket queens together um I don't remember from high school having to campaign for stuff like this like having to show up at events and parties so people would vote for you um I only remember like maybe sort of doing this if you wanted to run for like class president or something but you still didn't have to like give up your extracurriculars to do it I do not support it um and I don't think it's cool that Fab is expected to give up her robotics club meetings and we know that school is really important to her and her activities and like going to parties is not so I guess it's sort of supposed to mirror Malcolm in a way because because Eve sort of pressures her by saying well you know you can always go to robotics but let's compromise and have you miss one day of practice this week because it'll mean a lot to the school if there's a same-sex couple being cricket queens for the first time but I mean I don't like it and Fabiola shouldn't have to you know miss what she wants I don't think it's a healthy relationship so I guess it's supposed to show that both of them do uh yeah I don't like it this is my least favorite plot line and 
baby is in class with Mr. K now. Um, and I love him. I love that they've introduced him as a teacher in addition to the, you know, woke teacher who's always apologized for being white and cis. Um, and he says that he cannot read another paper about the Great Gatsby and the symbolism of the green light. And I love that that is still a topic that kids are writing about because you know the symbolism of the green light. Um, and it's also kind of interesting to me because I just moved and I own a lot of classic books that I've bought at like used bookstores and library sales and stuff but they've always been at my parents house and now I have room to store them so I am trying to figure out how to put all these classic books on my bookshelves when I haven't read them all um sidebar no one cares about me decorating my house anyways they have a really cool assignment and this is one of those things where I'm like wait I wouldn't mind being in high school doing this so the assignment is that the class will hold a trial um, accusing Daisy Buchanan of murdering Gatsby, which is interesting, um, instead of Daisy's husband. I don't remember his name. Maybe I should reread this book. But it's a cool topic, and we have our faves. Um, Fabiola, Paxton, and Malcolm are in the same group, and since we know that Paxton is trying to take school more seriously, he really wants to participate, which surprises Fabiola. And he wants Malcolm to participate also, which I liked because it would have been easy for Paxton to just say, like, hey, I'm going to do this. I don't care if, you know, weird child actor guy does too, as he calls him. But he encouraged him. I liked it. Ben and Nisa and Davey are at Davy's house working on the project as well because they're the prosecution I think um we know Ben's dad is a lawyer because he brings it up all the time and he brings up his dad's celebrity clients um the way he brags about his dad reminds me of if you watch Succession Kendall's character because Kendall also idolizes his dad and there's a scene in the last season where he's dating a girl and he is talking about all his dad's accomplishments at this sort of award ceremony for him and this girl is like hey did anyone tell you you talk about your dad a lot um but it's excusable in Ben because he's like 15 or 16 I guess because he can drive and Kendall is like 40. Anyways Anissa and Ben are flirting, like tickling each other and stuff at Davy's house. And I was actually really surprised because like I would think Anissa would not do this at Davy's house. And Melanie wasn't there. So, I mean, definitely if Davy's mom were there, she wouldn't. But there's sort of a rare moment of bonding between Kamala and Davy. And if you've watched this season, you know that... There hasn't been a ton of Kamala development and even appearances. So I'm really glad to see this scene. And she notices what's going on and how Davy's getting frustrated. So she sends in Davy's grandmother to kind of supervise and make sure the two don't get too close to each other. And um, yeah, it was really sweet. And when the three are kind of deciding what their roles should be, 
Davy says she wants to be a lawyer also since she's on the mock trial team, which of course she is. Like that's so model UN mock trial. They definitely go together. And she's been told she has a disagreeable personality. Okay, I have a question for anyone out there. I remember it was either like a movie or a TV show where some character says um, something like, uh, I'm sorry I have a bad personality. I was just born with it. I can't change it. And it's a really funny line and I can't remember what it's from. And yes, I've tried Googling it. So if anyone knows, tell me because I really want to make a gif of that line I think it's hilarious and it definitely applies to me as well as Davy. but then Anissa is like no I want to be a lawyer because I don't identify with da- with Daisy because she just threw away a good man which like grossly oversimplifies the character of Daisy and the whole like scene of the great Gatsby and the history and it's supposed to say that Davy like threw away Ben for no reason but it doesn't really land and then in hindsight after finishing this episode I think it might have been a sign that maybe Anissa like didn't read the book that closely I don't know um well I guess so in this scene we are uh, see more hints of it because we know Ben is very academically competitive and he and Davy are always like fighting to be number one and everything and he pulls out this book and he's like oh we should read this you know in preparation and Anissa is like oh why don't we just watch episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. How to Get Away with Murder is one of my very favorite shows. My friend and I were obsessed with it when it first came out. If you haven't seen it, the first couple seasons are really good. I think they're on Hulu. Highly recommend. It sort of went downhill, but it was really, really good in the beginning. And honestly, I totally support Anissa saying that's how they should prepare because it's really fun and, I mean, somewhat educational. You know, murder... Daisy got away with it but Ben kind of seems like he is not into that suggestion and he sort of gives her a quick look and it seems like she is just not as into school as he is which is really like a core part of his personality but it really makes sense to me because she has like switched school so many times and Ben stormed in on Davy at her house last episode totally unwarranted in my opinion saying that Anissa was going to switch schools because Davy supposedly started this rumor about her and it was going to ruin her transcript but it makes sense that Anissa would switch schools and maybe like not be worried about her transcript if she's not as into school like I don't know. I never understood the switching schools again thing because I would think her parents would want her to be academically successful. Um, Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Tell me if you... I don't want Anissa to be portrayed as this not into school and making that a negative because it's not like she's a slacker like Paxton. Now we check in with the other group. I forget if they're the prosecution 
or defense, I have watched a million episodes of Law & Order SVU, but I still get confused. Sorry. I hope lawyers aren't listening to this and get annoyed. I know there are a lot of lawyers in the Bravo fandom, so I'm sure there are a lot of Project Mindy listeners who are also lawyers. We have the same audience. Okay, whatever. Anyways, they're in Paxton's garage, which I didn't realize makes many appearances in this show. And they're sitting on, uh, like, I think it's a futon. It's red. It's very, like, college dorm. I've definitely sat on a lot and done a lot of stuff on futons of that style. Um, I don't know. Memories and whatever i don't i have nothing to say about this scene it's just paxton and malcolm and whatever the only interesting part is that malcolm gets up and he's like oh i'm gonna practice my acting in the mirror and it's just fab and paxton and um fabiola sees malcolm's phone blow up with a bunch of texts and it's someone texting him saying like oh um very sexy texts and I don't even want to say them because sexting can be you know criminal for kids I don't know what I'm talking about whatever it's just a girl so Fabiola is really worried that he's cheating on Eleanor as uh she should so we're in the classroom and I am so I I don't know I just really love the Mr. K character I think he's a great teacher I love that there's a South Asian man playing uh, a high school teacher which I'm trying to think if I've ever seen that before um and I can't think of anything so Baby goes to complain to him and she's like, you know, I can't work with my ex. It's too hard. And Mr. Kolkarni gives really good advice, like not just for a high school student, but for anyone. I think it's really great that he doesn't just dismiss her and is like, you know, oh, it's just a high school romance, like get over it. Or, you know, I don't know. I can just see a lot of teachers and counselors and stuff just telling you or I mean telling a teen that a romance is you know pointless and they should just get over it which is really insensitive because I mean you feel things really keenly when you're a teenager and so anyways his advice is you know what don't avoid him because that's the worst thing you can do the best thing you could do is spend even more time with him because then you'll see all his annoying traits. And he gives the advice that he signed up for his a cooking class with his ex-girlfriend. And instead of stopping going to the classes when they broke up, he decided to keep going. And now he notices all the um, annoying things about her. Like she says the word of random way too much. Totally relate. I think I say it too much, but I'm trying to be better. And she brings up her semester abroad um, 
to London too much. And Davy's like, wait, that's kind of cool. And he's like, no, it's basic. Which I know is kind of like a trope on TV shows, like people bringing up their study abroad. I studied abroad in Rome, and I think I bring it up. I think I used to bring it up more, and then I saw all the jokes about it, so I don't. But I wanted to announce this on this podcast so everyone knows. So then we get a scene of Davy taking her teacher's advice and kind of seeing how annoying Ben is because he's always bragging and he eats with his mouth full, which is disgusting. Um, and he's lame and she kind of is getting over him. So, you know, really good advice. I love the friendship between Fabiola, Davy, and Eleanor. Like, even with their ups and downs, you can just tell that they're a really tight group. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's like competition and fighting, but the girls all really have each other's backs and really care about one another and know each other really well. So Fabiola and Davy decide, well, we have to tell Eleanor about, you know, these texts and that, you know, Malcolm's cheating on her. So they kind of create a little world for her. They spray her favorite essential oil. They give her a crystal and they tell her about the text and they say, you know, using an actor metaphor, you deserve Daniel Day-Lewis making his wife live with him in character as Abe Lincoln, not the poser Malcolm is. And this, okay, bringing up another succession theme, um, there was this profile of Jeremy Strong who plays Kendall in Succession, and it's profile in The New Yorker, and it basically described how he, well, okay, he says he wasn't a method actor, but the ways he described his acting seemed very method to me, like, Daniel Day-Lewis is his hero, so he does try to live like him, and uh, I don't know, it just made me think of that. So Ben comes over to Davy's house, and he's like, you know, I'm sorry if things were weird working with Anissa, and she's like, oh no, it's cool, I really like Anissa, and Ben says very unconvincingly that he likes Anissa too, but you can tell there's still some feelings there. We are finally in court, uh, like the classroom court, for the assignment that we've been prepping for all episode. And the, I mean, I'm going to go into the arguments, but this show is really, really smart. The kids are really smart. Um, and I think most adults and even teenagers like who watch the show have read the great gatsby for school and like i think it's a great choice to pick this book because i think most people like even if they haven't read it know like the rough story just because it's like such a part of pop culture so um yeah really good job on the writers uh to pick this Paxton is talking and normally I don't remember that the actor is actually 30 years old but there's a few scenes like there's someone he's shirtless where I'm like that's not a teenager and then something about like the way he's talking maybe like it's the way he's standing in this scene I he just clearly is so 
not a high school student and not even like 19 or 20 like the other actors are it's a little jarring I mean he's gorgeous but yeah there's definitely some scenes where it kind of comes out so Ben's argument and Ben looks adorable he's like dressed in a suit and a little bow tie and he says that you know Daisy didn't kill Gatsby it was society's fault and goes in this big argument and again that's what I'm saying about this show being like really smart because it actually made me think um and Trent who is one of my favorite side characters who we don't see enough of really I can, I mean I re could really watch a whole episode based around Trent maybe we'll get it next season he's playing Nick Carraway and I mean pulls a classic Trent and he's like yeah I didn't finish the book um which yeah I know happens like to a lot of slackers on tv shows but he is such a charming like actor he just makes it so endearing um Davy ends up playing Daisy since Anissa wanted to be a lawyer and she looks so good she's acting and of course the actress is very good so she just kills it and earlier in the episode she she tells Ben that her outfit was inspired by Lindsay Lohan's DUI trial and if you're in your early 30s like I am um, I mean Lindsay Lohan was the moment back in the day like we all knew about her and her outfits and her drama um, so I just love that I don't think a teenager today would really know that much about Lindsay Lohan and the paparazzi and you know quote mean girls like someone my age would but I think it's another kind of wink from the writers that you know they know a lot of adults are watching this show and like has been hinted at earlier Anissa is supposed to be a lawyer and she gets up and has a lot of note cards but then sort of like fumbles with them and kind of she doesn't do a great job um and I, I mean again I think this is like Anissa doesn't take school seriously but I'm just like not sure about this plot line like just because you don't take school you know as seriously as Ben and Davy, are you a bad person is she like not smart I mean she's had a really difficult time with her eating disorder um and she's very good at sports she's a soccer player so like maybe that's something she focuses on and I can't help but compare it to Paxton where his big plot line is not caring enough about school and wanting to do well and Davy has told him you know you need to try harder so I don't know I know it's a way to show that Davy and Ben are more suited to each other than Ben and Anissa but I just like don't love it I wish I wish there was another way the show could show us this because I, I just feel like it raises more questions and um I don't know there's just there's a lot of layers to the Anissa character and I think they could have picked another character trait that didn't match Ben's personality and Ben's upset that they lost because you know he loves to win and he loves winning in school um not to like an unhealthy degree but yeah I mean he's disappointed so getting back back to the Malcolm of it all Eleanor confronts her friends and she's like you know what those were actually from you know Malcolm's agent and for your information she's a 70 year old asexual which just cracks me up for some reason um 
and you know Fabiola and Davy are like you know we're sorry and Malcolm is like you need to get new friends um because he's you know really united with Eleanor in this scene and he, I mean he's very not nice and Eleanor is really mad at the girls and she's like you know what I can't take advice from you about relationships because Fabiola you're just turning into an Eve clone which is true Fabiola is like giving up some of our interests and you know not going to robotics team which is really important and Davy hasn't even <laughs> ever been in a relationship which like way harsh Ty um but you know yeah I get it um and so Davy's just like really upset when she's walking home she's crying you know she thought she was doing a really good job with her friends and she was trying to help Eleanor, her BFF, but it doesn't it didn't work. And um Paxton sees her and uh he, you know, takes pity on her and he's like, I'll give her a ride home. And I'm glad the two are talking again. And while they're driving, he's like, Man, I can't believe I lost again to Ben. Like, I really did try hard. And Davy is very mature and she's like you know you did try hard but to do really well in school like I do you have to go above and beyond like you have to treat school the way you did swimming in which you were a champion so Paxton is dropping Davy off and she kind of tells him like oh you know stop at this fire hydrant here because she doesn't want her mom to see her with Paxton the last time it didn't go so well but then when they pull up, they see Melanie in Dr. Jackson's car. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. Um, and yeah, that's where the episode ends. We don't know what we're going to have, what's going to happen. Uh, I am very excited to see Dr. Common again and uh, hear an update on this relationship. And that was the episode. Again, just like a joy to watch all the plots are coming together the writing is so tight the acting is amazing um I'm sad that this season is coming to an end as always please like rate and review this podcast and please follow me on Instagram at Project Mindy send me any messages about what you want to hear from um i'm probably going to start doing some more um going back to the mini project and doing some recaps so if you're interested in that you want to hear about the books um yeah i'd love to hear it so until next time bye